When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And good afternoon, everyone. As we get you ready for Monday Night Football with the Giants hosting the uh, Seahawks. If you want to talk about what transpired yesterday, we can do so. Uh, do so. Media day for the Sacramento Kings. Their first full practice will be tomorrow. So we'll be talking NBA as well. College football on Saturday. Anything that you want to get into, I am certainly happy to do so. As again, we get you ready for the Monday Night game with the Giants and the Seahawks. No Andrew Thomas, left tackle, no Saquon Barkley. Giants are two-and-a-half-point favorite. And the Seahawks, very good road team. This is a very interesting game tonight. Two teams that were in the playoffs last year. Two teams that are hoping to make the playoffs this year. And I know if the Giants lose this game, uh, I don't think they will be in the playoffs. I, I think for the Giants, they got the Dolphins and the Bills coming up. I think this is, for the Giants now, a, a must-win game. I don't think the Giants lose this game and make the playoffs. I think their schedule uh, is too difficult. Uh, Seahawks, meanwhile, I think overall they're a better team than the Giants right now. I think they're healthier than the Giants right now. Uh, I don't think playing on the road phases the uh, Seahawks. Uh, we will see. But again, I'm looking at the Giants and their schedule. And quite frankly, I don't like what I see if they lose this game tonight. All right. Again, they've already lost twice. Their only win was against Arizona. But you look at the loss to Dallas 40 to nothing. They lost to San Francisco 30 to 12. And then after this game, you ready for this? They're at Miami. Then they're at Buffalo. Then they're playing the improved Washington team. Then they've got the Jets. And things calm down a little bit after that. But come on. How about this schedule? Dallas, San Francisco, Seattle, Miami, and Buffalo. Five of your first six games. This, for the Giants, in my opinion, is a game that they absolutely have to win. Now, when I look at Seattle, all right, and what they've been able to do early in the season, I, I love the road win at Detroit, 37-31, to right? I mean, that, that was impressive. They they lost to the Rams, the team that they struggled with, 30-13. to 13. Beat Carolina, no problem. So they're off to a pretty good start. They're 2-1. and one. And I look at their schedule upcoming. They have a bye week after this game. Then they're at the struggling Bengals, Arizona at home, Cleveland at home. I mean, they got a good opportunity here to get on a nice run. Then they're at Baltimore, 
You know, they're other, they have, they have Washington at home. They're at Dallas. They got Philly at home. They're at Tennessee. They got Pittsburgh at home, but they got a, they got an opportunity here to get in on a nice little run. Again, they won at Detroit, won at home against Carolina. And after tonight, they got a bye week and then their next three games at Cincinnati, Arizona at home and Cleveland at home. Speaking of Cincinnati, good Lord, they look horrible, right? How bad do they look? They Two games this year at Cleveland and at Nashville against the Titans. They don't even score a touchdown. I mean, that's brutal. Now, you got to be very concerned if you're a fan of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. All right, if you want to get in on the show today, you know the routine. Raise your hand, and we will do it. And we can talk about football, whether it's college, the NFL, or uh, the NBA. The big trade, by the way, that I didn't even get into, really, I mean, because it's a football Monday, but I will now. If the Boston Celtics stay healthy, all right, and don't win the East, there ought to be an investigation, all right? I mean, I'm looking at that lineup. And again, they got to learn how to play with one another. But wow, man. That is some incredible lineup that they have. You get Drew Holiday? Really? Drew Holiday. To go along with what they already have? And what do they give up? Robert Williams and Malcolm Brogdon plus two first-round picks. The picks mean nothing. All right? Nothing. But you got Jalen Brown. You have Jason Tatum, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, and now you add Drew Holiday. Wow. I mean, I'm looking at this team on paper. Who's going to beat them in the East? You think Damian Lillard and Giannis Adetokounmpo are better than the Celts? I don't. Again, I can't predict injuries, but wow. That is something. That really is something. All right, again, I want to hear from you. Raise your hand, and we'll get it going. We'll talk. And I need a leadoff person, and we'll do that right now with Dorian. Dorian, how are you today? Great. I'm doing so awesome. What about yourself, brother? I'm well. Thank you. Of course, of course. Grant, I wanted to ask you, I know last year, you know, I'm excited won, you know, Kings Media Day and, you know, Kings first Kings basketball uh, game next Sunday uh, for preseason. But Grant, I know the Kings, you know, the Kings were obviously a really good team last year. And they did get a lot of help, you know, from teams that weren't at full strength with a lot of injuries. It's just amazing how much technology has evolved uh, over the years. You know, the general population and athletes have access to the best care in the world. But it seems like more and more teams and players are becoming more and more injured in all these different sports. But nonetheless, Grant, do you think that the Kings can be a better team this year and still have a worse record than they did last year? It's a great, great question. Um, yes, I do. I think they could actually be a better team and not win as many games. I think you, I think you just hit on it because I'm looking at the rosters in the West. And again, we can't predict injuries, but I think Phoenix is very good. You know, the Warriors are still the Warriors. Um, you, you know, I can't forecast Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, but you know, when you look at the the Clippers, I think Oklahoma city is going to be good this year. Yeah. I think Minnesota is going to be better. I mean, I, I I do. I think they could actually be better and maybe not have as many wins. I think that is a possibility. Yes. I think that's yeah, a great point by you. 
Thank you, Grant. I would I would definitely agree. I'm really excited. I think the West, you know, obviously every team's getting better. I'm really, really interested. I think OKC can potentially be the Kings. Uh, maybe not win as many games, but still be really, really good team. You know, with Chet, obviously we haven't played. He hasn't pl- played, but I think they're they're going to be a, a really, really good team. So um, I'm excited for Kings basketball, and I you know hope they do really well. And I think they can be a better team than not have as many wins as they did last year. So uh, I'm yeah, excited. you know, you talk about Oklahoma City. You know, you, Shea Gilgis Alexander is a star. He is a big time star. All right, and I'm looking at their depth chart. And I, I like the way they look, all right? Uh, I, I like their team. I think they have a chance uh, clearly to be a playoff team this year. And they are, they're not going to be a, a picnic. I know if Gilgus Alexander gets hurt, that changes everything. But if De'Aaron Fox gets hurt, that changes everything for Sacramento. So, um, and I, I'll tell you, we don't talk about Memphis a lot. You know, I think if Marcus Smart can hold the fort down, and I think he will until they get Morant back, assuming that his head is on straight. And again, that's a big assumption. Memphis, it could be very good as well. They could be a really good team. I'm looking at their roster, and they got a lot of new faces, but Marcus Smart and Desmond Bain is a prolific backcourt. Yeah, no, I I would I would agree, Grant. I'm just uh, I'm excited for the for this for this uh, season. I got Kings uh, tickets for opening night, so I'm good excited. Hopefully, the Kings can you know beat up on the Warriors, man. But um, thanks so much for taking my my call, Grant. Appreciate you so much. Thank you, Dorian. I appreciate you. Good that he has those uh, tickets. Uh, for the uh, first home game against Golden State. The Kings, of course, will uh, open up the road on the uh, 25th uh, at Salt Lake City uh, against the Jazz. So, yeah, that's going to be a fun game uh, against the uh, Golden State Warriors. So we do talk basketball because, you know, today is media day and there are some teams that are already opened up uh, training camp already because of the uh, international uh, competition. But, you know, I look at the Warriors and I look at their roster and it's it's good, you know. I mean, it's it's good. But but how? What about attrition? Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, right? Wiggins, Green, and then you got how many games are they going to play? Right? How many games are they going to play? And again, the uh, the season for the Warriors, you know, they got to open up the road portion. They 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 are at home on a Tuesday against Phoenix, and then they got a couple days off before they play uh, Sacramento. All right, let's get to Al right here on Listen Up. Al, good afternoon. How you doing, Nate? Good, buddy. What's happening? Uh, how did, how did uh, Knoxville compare to Tuscaloosa on your college football uh, comparisons? Both great, both incredible, but I think Knoxville, I think – uh, the environment at the Tennessee game, I would put a little bit ahead of Alabama. Now, understand the Alabama game was at 2.30 in the afternoon, and they were playing Ole Miss, and it was, uh, at the time, two ranked teams, and the oh. game was pretty much over. The, the game was pretty much over at the end of the first quarter. The oh. game was really not in doubt. So that kind of changed, the, 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 I guess, the moxie of the crowd. The game at Knoxville was not really in the case until the fourth quarter. So the crowd was really into it the whole game. You got 102,000 people. I mean, it was pretty amazing. I got to tell you, it was an amazing experience to be there at that game on Saturday. Yeah, I heard you. I listened to your, uh, you know, it was Sean just a little earlier, but I didn't hear your, you were, you said what a great experience it was and there was no fights, you know, even though people were having a friendly uh-huh. tailgate all day long as opposed to like these NFL stadiums and, and uh, boy, I'll tell you, um, 
speaking of young quarterbacks, uh, Anthony Richardson almost put me in a hospital yesterday. My team ran yes. about twenty-three nothing, Nate, and then they, I know, and then they miss a couple field goals. Mars, you know, he had to. He started out the season pretty well, but now maybe his yips are coming back, you know, from the last year, and and then the Ant Richardson started balling out, and making plays, and. But how about Puka Nakua, man? I, I got to tell you, oh, that, kid, that kid's phenomenal, Nate. Uh, spectacular. I mean, absolutely spectacular. He, he's a real deal. I mean, what he's done in the first four weeks is, is uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, he's a real grounded kid, too. He's not arrogant. Yes, he or, well, of course, nope. that could change if he starts to you know, get the, the money in the contract. But I was just... Uh, yeah, I think Burrow's got to sit down. I, mean, I don't think he's he's healthy, man. I don't think he's a hundred percent. He's just this. They should sit him and make sure before they they damage him even more. What do you think? Well, I, I'm not in the training room any more than you are, so I don't really know what is going on behind the scenes. But I do know the results and the Cincinnati Bengals offensively. That's two out of four games they haven't been able to score a touchdown. I mean, that's just not that's unacceptable. Yeah, they're they're just struggling, man. I gotta think Burrow's not a hundred percent, but otherwise, the offensive uh, line is dead. The offensive line's been terrible too. They can't protect him, which doesn't make life, you know, easy. Their offensive line has been horrible. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a true point. That's one thing about the Rams' offensive line. The first four weeks, they're fairly new unit. They had a couple guys. Uh, they uh, no problem had to slide over the left tackle, but they. They gave Stafford time, man. He had time to to sit back there. The first four weeks, he's he's been pretty clean. I can't complain, you know. And, and if he's clean, he's got time, and he's he's gonna find a guy. But they they escaped and got the win, so my heart started again. And anyway, thanks for taking my call. You have a good night. Yep. Go, Thank John. You, good luck, John. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. They'll need a little bit of luck tonight. All right, if you want to get in on the program, we can do so. I'm already looking ahead to Sunday. I think the Niners and the Cowboys, that's going to be one heck of a game. Probably the best game on the card uh, for week five in the National Football League uh, in Santa Clara on uh, Sunday night. That is going to be a, a big time game coming up on Sunday night. All right. Again, if you want to get in on the program, uh, raise your hand and we'll do it again. Media day for the Sacramento Kings and the other teams around the NBA, which means that uh, tomorrow practice will begin. You got the preseason games, which I don't really pay attention to. I, I, I'm just going to tell you right now, I don't care what happens in preseason. It means absolutely nothing to me. The only thing that matters is you don't have any injuries. All right. So, you know, as far as and I will say this, I, I do want to see how Sasha Viznakov looks. All right. So I will change my mind in that regard. I do want to see how he looks. All right. And uh, I've heard from a couple of people that his shot is absolutely unfreaking believable. Like just, you know, in the practices they're having. And uh, I talked to one of the players on the team on, uh, well, Friday, right before, uh, was it Friday? Yeah, Friday before I left. And he was raving to me about how this guy shoots. I mean, he is a big time shooter. Now, the question is, can he put the ball on the floor and create a shot? Or is he just going to be standing on the perimeter and De'Aaron Fox, you know, draws and kicks and he's wide open. But there's no doubt that this guy can shoot the freaking ball. That's for sure. All right, let's move along, and we get to uh, Cameron. Cameron, how are you? Cameron. All right, Cameron, uh, you got your microphone on. I can see that, but I cannot hear you. Are you speaking to me, buddy? 
All right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you back in the audience, and we'll try it again, all right? Hit your hand, and I'll put you on, because I would love to have a conversation with you. Again, if you want to get in on the program, do so. Uh, but again, I think other than watching Sasha play in the preseason, there's, you know, I already know how everyone else can play. All right, so I'm not going to really get too caught up in the preseason games that Sacramento has. I do want to see how Sasha looks, though. Uh, and again, his shot, from what I'm hearing, the guy can flat out shoot the rock. I mean, that that is – he's not going to miss a lot of open shots. Now, the question is, can he get open, and how is that all going to uh, work? But uh, he, he, he's going to be able to shoot the ball. Now, the other aspect is, once we get to the regular season, you know, what kind of minutes will Mike Brown give him and once there's a little bit of a scouting report on him, which, you know, will happen after a couple of games, they'll get more of a look. How will they play him? So all of those things, you know, factor into whether a young man is going to be successful or not. All right. He's got a good basketball IQ. And the question is, can he get his shot off? Or does he have to be set up all the time? So we'll see. But hard to believe, right? We got hockey that's going to be starting opening night a week away. NBA preseason this weekend. Pretty good stuff. All right, we say hello to John. Hello, John. How are you today? I'm doing all right, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Just got back from the ocean, missed all the football games, but I was uh, kind of just checking the scores and everything, and it was a... Uh, Nice to see that the Cowboys got back on track and started playing good defense and scored a lot of points. And the Niners did the same thing, played good defense and scored a bunch of points. And like you said a few minutes ago, this is going to be one hell of a matchup this weekend. I hope. We got to play them. You never really know. But on paper, it looks like it's going to be one fun game. It's going to be great. I mean, it really is. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a tremendous game. Tremendous game. I will tell you, the Patriots, Mac Jones played about as bad as you can play at quarterback. I mean, he looked like a guy that had never been on the field before. Dallas scored two defensive touchdowns. Uh, the game was over, really, by the end of the first quarter. Yeah, I kind of saw his numbers. He only threw for like 150 yards or something. I know that he was terrible. Our, my defense my defense got after the quarterback again, which, you know, yep. hopefully that's going to be that's a trend that lasts the entire season. And uh, speaking of defense, that's what I want to see how Sasha Vezinkoff plays against NBA talent, you know, like, and like you said, I just, for preseason, I want to see no injuries as that is what I want to see. No injuries, and you know, for anybody on any team, honestly, and how Vizankov, Sasha Vizankov, 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 yeah. however you pronounce Vizankov. it, not exactly. Yeah, Vizankov. Okay. Yeah. And I know he's got a, a pretty pure shot so far that it looks, you know, it looks good. I just want to see how he plays defense against, you know, NBA caliber talent. Probably not very good. I mean, I don't, I don't think you're going to begin be, with your right. No, I don't think he's ever going to be a good defender. I mean, he, his body, his athleticism, I don't see him ever being a good defender. I, that I don't see. So is he a small forward or shooting guard? I mean, what is his position? No, he's, he's, he's a, he, basically he's what you would consider a stretch four. Okay. That's what so he, he that's is. Pretty much what he thought, is. Then. Okay, so he's a little bigger than I thought he was. Okay. Well, I mean, I, that, that's where I see his role on this team. He's 6'9", um, 
you know, getting six nine and listed at I think I saw he was listed at two twenty five. He might be more than that, but he's basically you know six nine. And you know, right. so right. he's, he's, he 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 can play three and four, but he's really a stretch four. That's that's how I see him. Okay. All right. That that's cool. Six nine. When I seen him warming up and this and that, he didn't look quite that tall. But you know, we shall see. This is why we play him, buddy. And hey, man, this time of year is getting fun. It's getting fun this yeah. time of year. The end of be- the beginning of baseball for me, but it's the you know the end of the season is the beginning of the playoffs, and then basketball is coming and football. Yep. Good times, yep. Grant. And I didn't get eaten by a shark last weekend. Everything's all good. good. I'm happy to hear that, that John. Was Tennessee, by the way, spectacular, phenomenal, just phenomenal. Weather, weather, excellent, perfect. Low 80s, That's great. My, sunny, perfect. Yep, it was great. Yeah, my my wife's parents were born in Tennessee, so she's kind of got a soft spot for for that area too. Yeah, my mom was but, born right on, in Grant. Tennessee too. Yep, thanks, buddy. Oh no, kid. Hey, man, we're like twins, buddy. <laughs> well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> All right, Grant. Hey, man. I'm... Yeah. Sorry, buddy. I'll put you back in the audience. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't think John and I are twins. I like you, John, but you're... not that much. No, I'm just kidding. You know, John, I love you, buddy. You're the best. All right, let's get to Ryan and Sackdown. Hey, Ryan. Hey, what's up, Nate? She got me? I got you, buddy. Cool. The notification didn't pop up that time. Weird. Um, So, yeah, I wanted to talk about two things. Brandon Staley, number one, and then the Cincinnati situation. Because I feel like in both cases, if I was a player on Cincinnati, I would be extremely frustrated that the team is not giving us a chance to win. Um, And conversely, Brandon Staley, these decisions that go off of the analytics, second or third week, I think, this season where he's gone for it and could have cost the game – you could almost see the look in the player's eyes when they failed on that fourth and one. Like, what is this guy doing? Hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. i got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Zbiotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money no questions asked remember go to zbiotics.com slash grant use the code grant at checkout for 15 percent off thank you zbiotics for sponsoring this episode and our good times 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, I don't think he's going to be the coach of that team much longer uh, because. I think that his success or or lack thereof this year, they have to win a couple of playoff games. And quite frankly, there's nothing I've seen with the Chargers this year that would make me feel that they're going to be able to win a couple of playoff games. And if they don't, I don't think he's going to be the coach of this team. I, I just don't see it. Yeah, they, they've got to make a little bit of a run. And now Herbert stinged on that uh, offhand. So we'll see how that plays out for him. But Getting to Cincinnati, it, it seems fairly obvious that Joe Burrow is not 100%. And uh, you say the Bengals O-line has not been good. You're right. But at the same time, Joe Burrow can't move around in that pocket very well right yep, now. You're There's right. not much of a pocket for that O-line. Yep. Um, so it cuts both ways. And that's where, you know, almost at what point does the organization need to, or the coach need to make a decision that's best for the entire team? Because right now it's a limited offense. They're not using T Higgins. They're not using Jamar Chase and they're getting pretty frustrated. Yeah. You know, they got the ball in the first drive and their offense was clicking and they couldn't punch it in. They had to settle for three. And that was the only time they scored the whole game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was there, I'm, I'm, I'm watching this team and I'm just like, they just don't they, – they don't – they look fractured, right? They look like a fractured team right now. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it seems like that little right on the cart that Joe Burrow took with uh, Mr. Brown, it, it just seemed a little bit off, didn't want to talk about yep. it away from the teammates. Yep. And kind of it, it kind of seems like a Russell Wilson-Seattle situation a little bit at this oh, point. Oh, boy. But, um, I mean, the guy's the highest – he's the highest paid player in the National Football League, right? I mean, yeah. I'm expecting more from him than what I'm seeing. It looks terrible. I mean, it looks terrible. He's terrible out there. Well, I'm what I'm expecting him as the highest paid player in the or highest paid quarterback or player in the NFL is I want to see him be able to have that line of discernment and make the decision for what's best for the team versus, yep. you know, it, you can be smart about gutting things out. What's the classic thing? You know, you can play hurt, but you can't play injured. And if you're not making that decision, you ultimately can hurt the team. And I get the counter argument that if he's not on the field, they're probably not going to win or, you know, that's what some people will say. But at least you have a healthy quarterback back there that maybe he has three quarters of the playbook that you can work with as opposed to Joe that has half where they can't even roll him out of the pocket. Yeah. Very good points. So, um, I do know one thing. One and three is not, uh, you know, they're, they're tinkering on being out of it early. I mean, they, yes. they're, they're, they are on life support right now. Yes, they are. Um, they, they're going to have to make a decision quick and they're going to have to turn it around fairly quick. And then the last thing I wanted to bring up is I partially disagree with you and Sean about what's going on at NFL stadiums in the sense that I think this has been going on for a very long time. It's just phones were not around to amplify it. You didn't see it as much as you do now. Well, here's the other aspect that I, I, I probably have more experience than almost – well, I would say I have more experience at games than anyone that's listening because I started going to NFL games 
uh, as a three-year-old and was at a game every week because we had season tickets to not just one team, but two teams and right. the Jets and the Giants. What, what I do remember, even as a kid, and I used to see a lot of fights in the stands, is other fans would go in and try to break it up. Yes. Now, fans don't even attempt to break it up. They're sitting there on their phones and they're just watching it. That, to me, is the difference. A hundred percent the difference. Um, you know, it's more important to get clicks than helping somebody yep. out. But at the same time, Grant, I, I also can't blame a fan who's not holding a cell phone for not hopping in when you've got eight people possibly beating down one person when you're seeing yep. these videos every week. I mean, it, it's disgusting. And quite frankly, I'm surprised we haven't seen more stories like what came out of New England because you see females being pushed downstairs, guys being pushed it's downstairs. Terrible. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah. It, it is awful. And again, I, I, I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. I mean, alcohol is the the, the main reason yes. for this, but they're not going to stop tailgating and they're not going to stop serving alcohol at the games. And, you know, you have 70 to 75,000 people at games. You can't have, you know, a babysitter for every fan. So you this is this is still going to go on and on and on. I mean, I don't I don't really see any solution to this. I know that they revoke season tickets, even if you give your tickets away or sell them on the secondary market, if the person that is sitting in your seat, if they can prove that the person that was in your seat was you know, breaking the rules or whatever, they will still take away your season tickets. So they're really trying to put the onus on the season ticket holders who sell their tickets to others. They're saying it doesn't matter. If somebody buys your ticket and they get in a fight or they do something like that, you're going to lose your season tickets. But it obviously hasn't stopped these and I and again maybe I'm uh, picking on Los Angeles, but it always seems that SoFi's got the worst fights of any stadium in America. I it doesn't matter whether the Raiders or the Chargers are playing there. It seems like every time I go to social media and I see video of fights in the stands, it's a, it's down in LA. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with these people? Well, Grant, it's probably the stadium that has the most mixed crowds. I mean, look at look at the game this week. That was a Raiders home game. Um, when the Raiders were trying to make that comeback in the fourth, the place was roaring for them. Yep. So, yep. Uh, you know, that that mixture doesn't help in L.A. for sure. That's true. That's a great point. That does not help. Uh, you've got uh, really and, – and here's the other deal. Even when the Rams play, most of the fans at these games are rooting for the away team. Same thing in Vegas, right? I mean, yeah. how many Packer fans do you think are going to be at the uh, Monday night game next week in, in Vegas? And the thing's going to be full of Packers fans. Absolutely. There, it's, it, it's, there's a handful of stadiums that are destinations now, and those are two of them. Um, we've already seen it. The last game the Raiders played at home, it was this, against the Steelers, full of Steelers fans. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's a problem that's probably not going to go away anytime soon. Uh, last thing, did you catch the Toy Story broadcast? You know, I'm really sorry. Uh, I missed that. So I hope I didn't ruin your day by answering the question that way. Snape, Snape. I'm disappointed. That was so much fun. It made a very uninteresting football game interesting for about 20 minutes. Really? All right. So um, I don't even know what you're talking about, by the way. So I just want to put that out there. So they uh, did a simulcast ESPN of the uh, Jags London game, but it was from Andy's room from Toy Story. And Uh basically the players were playing in his room on an animated field, but it was real time. So it, it was kind of a cool little touch. If I'm really sorry. I'm, I, I, I'm really sorry that I was watching the Ryder Cup in the uh, U.S. get their ass kicked instead of watching the 
Jaguars game against whoever they were playing. I'm really sorry about that. Well, about you know what, Napes? I'll tell you what. I will make sure the next time they do a Toy Story broadcast, I set my alarm so you don't miss it again. Okay? I appreciate that. You know, yeah, record it for it, me right? and see if you can, you know, send it to me and I can watch it that way. By the sure. way, did you, did you watch any of the Ryder Cup? Uh, I caught the end of it, but okay. not a lot, no. Uh-huh. Not, not, not a really good uh, weekend of golf when in the first session you're already down 4 nothing, and yeah. you're like, oh, okay. You know, I mean, to me, the Ryder Cup was over uh, after Friday. The, it, yeah. it, there was nothing to really watch. It was over. Yeah, I tuned in um, for the final rounds, and they said, well, America basically has to run the table. I'm like, all right, next round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> yeah, you got to run the table. Uh, yeah, I don't think so, you know. Oh Especially at four in the morning, Nate. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. All right, buddy. All right, Good luck tonight. See you. Yep, you too. I, I don't really mean that. I'm not wishing him luck tonight. All right, if you want to get in on the program, uh, do so. All right. All you got to do is raise your hand uh, and we will do it. Monday Night Football, it's the Giants and the Seahawks. And tomorrow, I'm going to have a late show uh, due to uh, my lawsuit stuff. So, when I mean late, you'll just have to, I'm going to play it for you right now. I'm planning on five o'clock ish. And I'm not sure if we'll be on Listen App or we'll be on YouTube. But obviously, if you subscribe, you follow me and everything else, you'll know. And looking forward to that. Wednesday, probably going to be doing Listen App Open Forum Wednesday at 4. I may do it at 4.30. Again, I got a very disjointed, crazy week. So you're going to have to bear with me. Uh, We'll do it the best we can. All right. Again, if you want to get on before we wrap it up, before I get going with my uh, Monday night preview, pregame nonsense and Everything else I got to do, now's the time to get in on the program. And if not, then we'll wrap it up. Don't forget that you can go to my YouTube channel if you don't like that. And uh, you can watch the show that I did earlier with Sean Salisbury. But it's pretty awesome because we're going to be talking NBA every day now, along with the NFL, college football. And if you're a hockey fan, we got that going on as well. Uh, But the golf season is in our rearview mirror now that the uh, Ryder Cup is done. Roy McElroy already guaranteeing that. The uh, Europeans are going to win at Beth Page in two years. Uh, can you imagine what the New York crowd is going to be like for that Ryder Cup? Oh, my goodness. Wow. If if the Americans thought that they were getting razzed this weekend, uh, as they say, you ain't seen nothing yet. All right? I can tell you that right now. All right? <laughs> if you think that what you saw yesterday, all right, was kind of like, wow, all right? You have not seen anything yet. Man, wow. Beth Page Black, all right? Beth Page Black, September 26th to the 28th, 2025. The New York crowd, I understand, is already lined up at the gates waiting to get in for the 2025 Ryder Cup in two years. That place is going to be crazy. It's going to make the uh, 16th hole at the TPZ, TPC in Scottsdale. All right. It's going to make that place look like a library. That's not, that's not easy to do. All right. Let's get to Patrick. Hey, Patrick. 
Well, Grant, I'm driving down Hempstead Turnpike right now. I don't see anybody at the gates. Oh well, you know what? You got to look a little <laughs> bit. It's, it's you got to look a little bit closer. They're, they might be. You never know. <laughs> In the dark, I guess. But um, um, I know you talked about the Giants tonight. Um, anything else you want to add about the game tonight? That you think uh, the keys that the Giants could possibly win this game? Well, you know, it's not like they're playing the uh, best team in football. They're playing a team that is is good but not great. And But, the, you know, the Seahawks are a good road team. They always seem to play well in big games on the road. And I put this as a big game. I just don't like the Giants' offensive line. I think it's a real problem. Uh, I, you know, listen, not having Saquon Barkley is not the end of the world because the Giants have a lot of offensive weapons that they can use. But I'm, a, I'm very concerned about the Giants' offensive line. I think that's the biggest issue. Yeah, totally understandable. And then, you know, you got that, like, five, you know, like, Pete Carroll's coming back here and Geno Smith and, you know, it's always been a bit of a malaise when they come here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you feel like they want to get revenge. I mean, you know, they yeah, don't back that line. But, yeah. yeah, Pete Carroll always seems to have his team ready to play on, on these games. And I mean, he's a very, very, you know, good coach. But, you know, if I'm the Giants, I haven't played since a week ago Thursday. All right, you're on Monday night. The last time you were on national TV was uh, not including the, the Amazon Prime game. That doesn't count, in my opinion. Right, but the, right. the, the first game of the year, you know, on NBC, uh, to open up the season on Sunday Night Football, you got embarrassed by the Cowboys. So if I'm, a, if I'm a giant, I can't wait to get on the field tonight and show the country that, you know, we're, we're not the team that you watched three weeks ago on Sunday Night Football. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. You, know, so, you have uh, a good one, buddy. Enjoy the game. Thank you, Green. Take care. All right. So, tomorrow, all right, I'll be coming at you uh, as soon as I can. I won't make that decision until I know for sure what time I can get on. But we will do that, and we will have fun. Enjoy the game tonight, everybody. Giants, Seahawks. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Plus, day one of practice for the Sacramento Kings tomorrow as well. Thanks very much. Make it a good one. And have a fabulous week, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumba no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus